0: What's up, Dunwoody? If you're new here, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a residential real estate agent with eXp Realty. I'm building a nationwide organization with eXp of uh, like-minded agents that want to sell real estate and have fun doing it, do stuff like this. I've surrounded myself with thought leaders in YouTube, Instagram, podcasting, and all different types of digital media to kind of help other agents learn how to market themselves and serve their clients kind of in a different way. So if you know somebody getting into real estate or an agent that just needs a fresh start, tell them to give me a call. My co-host is Justin Dyke, founder of PoolDues.com. PoolDues is an all-in-one platform that streamlines neighborhood swim and tennis organizations by providing software to collect fees, make clubhouse and tennis re- reservations, and organize events. So your club is run by a bunch of rotating volunteers. And with PoolDues.com, that's the glue that holds everything together and makes easy transitions from volunteer to volunteer. Our favorite sponsor is Dr. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. At Village, your treatment will only be provided by Dr. Brett, which is important because um, it's been studied that when multiple orthodontists, even from the same practice, treat a patient, the total time in braces tends to be a lot longer. You won't ever have to worry about your orthodontist changing or leaving during the middle of your treatment, which sometimes, you know, is a year long. Most orthodontists will get you from point A to point Z, but the route that they take is often very different. And the worst thing would be for your treatment to be run like a game of shoots and ladders where you take two steps forward, three steps back. Different orthodontists sees you each time. But never at Village because you're only seen by Dr. Brett. The dude is there all the time because he wants to see all of his patients completely throughout the entire process. So if any of your kids or you need treatment, give them a call. Um, you can even set up a virtual consultation if needed. I go to Dr. Brett, my kids go to Dr. Brett, my wife goes to Dr. Brett. Um, we absolutely love it at Village Orthodontics. Now this episode is a conversation that we had a few weeks ago with our DeKalb County School Board District 1 Representative Anna Hill. So between our two families, Justin and I have five kids in public school this year, two in private, so the decisions that DeKalb County makes will have like a huge effect uh, on on our families, especially over the last year, the decisions that have been made. Um, It was nice to be able to ask our friend Anna some of the questions that we had and kind of get an idea of exactly what she does as our representative. It's been a crazy first year for her, I'm sure. And um, with the new school opening soon, there's lots of parents with lots of questions. Anna's put together a town hall this Tuesday, July 27th, to discuss the new school, the CMP status, the district enrollment. Um, The new superintendent, Ms. Watson-Harris, will be there on the call. and um, So you can join in on the Zoom and ask your questions. Again, that's this Tuesday, July 27th at 6 p.m. You can find that link and more information on Anna's Facebook page. But um, here's our conversation with Board of Education District 1 Representative Anna Hill. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. We're here with Anna Hill,
1: single-handedly responsible for getting everybody at the school board a calculator and fixing everything, right? Yes.
2: Gladly. Number two pencils for all.
1: Yes. Ooh. Ooh, pencils. You've got to go digital these days.
2: Thank you guys for having me. It's good to see you again. Yeah.
1: Nice to have you back, yeah. And the last time we talked to you, you were just a candidate. I was just a candidate. And now you've won.
2: I have won. Victory is mine. That's
1: right. You crushed your enemies. (laughs) Uh,
0: It was just one enemy. It was
2: a great race. It was uh, concluded. It was very long. Remember, extra time got added. Thank you, COVID.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Man, that seems like forever ago. It
2: does. It was actually about a year ago when it finally concluded, which is forever ago. Think how much has changed in a year. And then it
0: took a long time for you to actually be incorporated into the board, too. I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, Anna's been... Been there for a long time. Oh wait, she hasn't even been sworn exactly. in. Sworn I in? Were you sworn in? I was sworn in yeah. at the
2: beginning of January. So I was sworn in along with Deirdre Pierce. She's District 3. We call ourselves Deirdrana. the
0: mm. <laughs> nickname. Yes,
2: exactly. We're, we're an effective team. It's nice to have someone joining me the as new the new kids on the block. So it's great.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. So what's going on with the Cap County schools right now? Well, it seems let's let's from the outside looking in. Yes, tell me. It seems like a lot of the over tr- <clears throat> the overcrowding was kind of solved by people putting their kids in the private school. So I oh. feel like the overcrowding has maybe helped out a little bit. What a unique solution. I know <laughs> that the fields at the school have been done or are getting done. So that's exciting. Other than that, I'm completely out of the loop.
2: Well, so that's a good... We're going op- in
0: blind. You have to yes. fill us in. What's, I will what's I'll going correct
2: on? where you're wrong.
1: So. All right. Yeah. Am I right. wrong? <laughs> Some of this seems like only wrong. two things. <laughs> that shouldn't have been the solution to just say, oh, well, your kid can just go to private. Yeah. Right?
2: <laughs> right. And that is not the solution. And it actually didn't solve the problem. Oh. So we do have a reduction of <clears throat> public school attendees in the Dunwoody area. However, if you fan out, as a result of COVID, people did pull their students to go to private school. If you fan out, that did not happen everywhere in the county. And oh, you're right. Man, I that, don't think about the rest of the county. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, we, yeah exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> I forgot you have to deal with lots yes, of areas. Yes, I do.
2: The, and actually, the entire county is very important to me. I'm technically the representative for District 1, but the decisions I make are in the best interest of all the students and taxpayers. but
0: you have to fight harder for us right
2: well you really can't do that but what i am responsible for (laughs) is listening very closely to my community and making sure that my colleagues on the board are aware of the issues which is the great thing about the board because i listen to them about their issues as well we can't be everywhere at all times so in district one specifically we have terrible overcrowding at other schools if you go to sequoia you'll see 42 trailers right now
0: yeah
2: and you know Overcrowding related to COVID or not, it's, it's still going to exist. Whether or not students there in the same rate went to private school doesn't mean that they're not going to come back. And that's the same here too. So the solution is the comprehensive master plan. Okay. Which is a really big deal. And Tell so. Tell us about that. In 2020, the board voted is prior to my time to spend two million dollars to have a comprehensive master plan created and what that does is it, it assesses the facility conditions mm-hmm. and also the educational suitability of all of the schools so you could have a good quality facility but then if you're overcrowded it may not be as good for the suitability of educating our students so that is in the works right now and for those listening I don't know what date this will be broadcast so this might be Two's old news um, but right now they are the school district operations is going through the perkins and will studies making their own um, revisions they're getting input from principals and some other school leadership so that they can decide how best to address overcrowding and then the educational suitability you know handicapped ada non-compliance issues you know, mission critical is what they call where you know if you have something that that's really important to the daily operation of the school, prioritizing all of those and then getting it done. Okay. And that's what SPLOS six is going to be partially for is taking care of these issues. So it's very important.
0: Okay. And a lot of that money is CARES Act. Is that right? Is that that's, different?
2: That's separate. And okay. that was another thing. I'm so glad you brought it up. I do know.
0: I have not heard that. that term at least.
2: <laughs> well, and it's that is very important too. So I have. And just for people listening, you can go on the my Facebook page or you can go on the DeKalb County School District YouTube page and watch the CARES Act funding town hall, which was June 24th or 25th. I think the 24th. But here's how it breaks down. So there are three different CARES Acts, and the money from those, I'm going to try not to crinkle papers here. We have CARES Act 1 was in March 27th, CARES Act 2 December 27th, of 2020 and then cares act three March 11th these numbers are big we had um, 35 million received from cares act one 139 million from cares act two and 313 million from cares act three Wow! now you guys can't see these fine gentlemen but their eyes are big that's, that's, that's it's a lot of money and so it's the government is it has specified what the funds can and can't be used for so the first one has mostly been used you can go on the may 17 2021 board of education meeting and you can find these slides that tells you how the funding was broken down for cares act one and two I thought most CARES
0: for. Act money was going to, like, businesses. I didn't realize mm. it was going so much to the schools. It
2: is. I mean, $313 million is a lot
1: of money.
0: Yeah. So where Especially we... with the Cab County. you got to watch that money for us. <laughs> and, yeah.
1: How much does Keno bring in?
0: <laughs> I played that the other night at Gillies, and
1: I th- all the money, I think, went to the school. <laughs> Keno put me through uh, the Hope Scholarship. Yeah, I bet it did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
2: the students thank you both. <laughs> yes.
0: So what are they going to do with all that money?
2: well that's a good question so cares act funding one and two have been mostly used for the opening of schools PPE there's you know a huge I don't I'm not going to read all of this but you guys can see there's a big list of what it's been used for so where we are now is the cares act 3 313 million and the school district is responsible for completing an application by July 9th they submit that to the Georgia Department of Education and they say we would like to be eligible to receive this money that we've that is allowed for us to receive here's how we're going to use it so that's where we are right now you can again go on the um, youtube channel or my website and you can click on the application and see just the blank application right now but when you guys launch this podcast it may actually be the completed one okay so that's what they're working on now and one thing to remind everyone which people forget the board is responsible for policy And the school district itself, the superintendent, is responsible for operations. So as soon as I won, my phone, of course, blew up. When can we go back to school? Please don't send us back to school. Why are Mm -hmm. we using masks? Why are we not using masks? That decision is the superintendent's decision. How to use the CARES Act funding is the superintendent's decision. You know, the board has one employee, but that doesn't mean we're not responsible. So what I am going to propose, and this is actually something Fulton County is doing, is that we make sure that we have constant audits of the CARES Act three funding. When the money comes in, what is it used for? What's it ha- has it been effective? What hasn't? Kind of data driven, observing of the use of funds. I think that's really important.
0: Okay. So, what do you you get in her ear? I guess is that what's the board's
2: mm-hmm. job? So the board again, they're responsible for the policy. So the cycle, the monthly cycle, is the board meeting happens. After that, we start over. Before the board meeting happens, an agenda is set. The superintendent and the board chair set the agenda. After the agenda is set, the board members and the public get a list of all of the items. I then have a meeting with the superintendent to ask my question about the items on the agenda, if there's something I'm going to vote no on, I go ahead and let her know why. Um, Not to be contrary, but I think it's helpful, you know, as we work together. No one needs surprises for those kind of things. Are they tired
0: of you asking for numbers? Yes, they are. (laughs) Is there any other CPAs on the board with you? No, there are not. (laughs) There are
2: not. No, there is another board member who does ask a lot of detailed questions. But yeah. apparently I do ask a lot. And that's good though. That's you know
0: That's why you were elected, I think.
2: Exactly. And it's part of my natural curiosity, it's part of me being new to the board and um, it's just my little dysfunction.
0: Yeah. So what's the what has the culture been since you've been there?
2: Well, it's been crazy because we've been impacted by COVID as well. The first few board meetings I was like literally sitting in my home office. Yeah. The meetings now have been with the board live and nobody is there yet. There's, you know, we have public comment, but it's all pre-recorded. So yeah. I feel like I haven't gotten a good taste of what it's really no like. No yelling yet. No, yeah. no yelling yet. I've been to those meetings. It's always exciting when yeah. someone gets dragged out. Um, <laughs> but you know, people still share their thoughts with me <laughs> via email. Uh, I've gotten texts, you know, phone phone calls, the, the works. I don't care that that's my job. Yeah. And I, I really do like to hear from people you'd be surprised how many people call and say good things in addition to the negative things, which is really nice.
0: That's good.
2: Teachers they love a success they had with a student, you know, some little random act of kindness by a bus driver or concern that so-and-so doesn't have the right supplies. So it's, it's been interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, with COVID, I think people have really, there was so much negativity, but there was a lot of positivity, like people bringing supplies to the schools and, you know, there was a lot of trying to help out. Mm -hmm. Um, so you've gotten complaints both ways. Yes. We want to go back to school. We don't want to go back to school. Do you feel like the cab kind of made the right, or I guess the superintendent made the right decision? Is that what the board was saying?
2: Well, how did the board
0: feel about the decision?
2: You know, the the board was really mixed, and in the end, the board supports our only employee. Mm-hmm. So my position, you know, I had been very quiet on the issue, not just because I was new, but because it is the superintendent's decision. But um, following cdc guidelines and then also you know working with her think tank we just had to give her space to do what it was she needed to do
0: yeah she does she seems like a nice person yeah it's nothing very else. nice yeah like i, I don't know yeah. a whole lot about her but yeah,
2: she's very approachable she's authentically cares i had went over friday and and you know now that we're all you know central office is back in central office and I had lunch with her and um it was you know she's on vacation her first vacation in a year this Mm -hmm. week which she you know I'm sure she really needs and she you know we chit-chatted and it was it was really fun I I feel like she is a you know someone who sincerely cares but also is easy to to talk to yeah
0: did um did you feel like what you heard from your constituents is that what it's called Mm -hmm. um from the people in Dunwoody that more people wanted to go back, or was it split? No, I've,
2: more I've, people I've, wanted to go back. More
0: people. Okay, that's, I feel like that's the case. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. the the was it face to face Facebook groups and stuff like that, or were Brookhaven, Dunwoody, mm-hmm. um, and so w- was that tough to be?
2: The um, one that it, it was tough because I had to do a lot of explaining that it's not my decision, but that doesn't mean that I am not responsible to listen and care and understand. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to do two roles where I listen and then also remind people, hey, this is not my decision. I'm certainly sharing with the superintendent what you've said. Yeah. And also there's public comment and I encourage people to go to public comment to express how they felt.
0: Yeah. What um how do other people how do the other board members see your area? Do, do we stick out? Is it is it different than the rest of the cab?
2: You know, I, I think that there is there has been a long history, and Deirdre Pierce, my co freshman, and I talk about this a lot, there's been a, a long history of comparing and and sort of um, you know keeping score of who got what when mm-hmm. and to try to get away from that is really important to me. So here's an example. Dijon da Costa, who is one of my colleagues on the board has an athletics background. I do not have an athletics background. And so I asked him if he would come with me and we're going to do a tour this summer of Dunwoody high school together. And we're going to look at the fields. We're going to look at the, the weight room. We're going to look at where the, you know, wrestling team practices. And I want him to really see what's going on here the first school visit I ever did was to one of his schools. It was the yeah, DeKalb. you were all over the
0: place back then. <laughs> well,
2: it was the DeCab Alternative School, and it's an amazing school that does really, really good work with students who are at kind of a crossroads that may not go in a good direction. So, I'm trying to, now that we can actually get out, get out and see the schools. I'm going to see all the Dunwoody schools. I've already toured all of the Doraville schools with the mayor of Dorville. I want to do Chambly. So. Um, you know I think it's good for me to get in the schools but also do the same in other districts as well and invite them up here too.
0: Yeah. Do you deal with the actual city a lot? Like do you have conversations with the mayor and the city council members and that kind of stuff in Dunwoody?
2: I do. The mayor and I talk you know not every week but probably several times a month just mm. you know one thing that's going on right now in dunwoody that's exciting that she and i've been talking about is the new dunwoody Shambly elementary school oh you know not far from here yeah
1: or is or nancy- is it Na- is oh.
0: old shallowford oh. right
2: right
1: not the nancy okay, creek right. one
0: not oh. the nancy creek one yeah so there's something else that's new it's at the top of your neighborhood pretty much
1: oh that okay
2: on right, the right, corner right. right now it's fence and weeds mm-hmm. they're doing traffic studies and permitting and all of those kind of things and one thing that I will be doing so stay tuned is I want to do a town hall with operations and anyone who wants to come I imagine that would be mostly people in this area but of course anyone's invited mm-hmm. to hear about the status what's going on when is the expected opening date has that changed if so why what's going on and you know how many students will be there and just kind of give people an idea of what's coming
0: yeah do you think that'll be good for overcrowding obviously it'd be good for overcrowding yeah. but like which students are going to go there have they figured it out yet they haven't
2: figured it out and it's a combination of what comes back from the comprehensive master plan the opening date and enrollment because you're right enrollment in the area did decline yeah but that won't be forever you know some parents have told me well we had to sign a two-year contract but we'll be back mm-hmm. some people may find they really love that some people may say yeah it's kind of what people have said is it's kind of tight on the budget we're going to do it and just see how it goes so yeah.
0: They're also, um, have you heard about the, I think it's called the Georgetown Gateway. So from the highway all the way, they're actually redoing the bridge Mm -hmm. over 285. (coughs) Right, yeah. Chambly-Dunway Bridge. And then from there all the way down to, I think it's past the school, like all the way down to whatever that is, Peeler or North Peachtree, uh, North Shallowford. Yeah, North Salford yeah. All that's going to be redone. Now, you've seen they're torn out all the trees. Oh, I did Over see the that. last few weeks, so yeah. So that's going to be a mm-hmm. walkway? So that's going to be a nice, like, wide pathway. Mm-hmm. That's what Jennifer Betcher was saying. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's kind of cool that it's going to go into that nice new yeah. school.
2: I agree.
0: Um, so, I mean, it's elementary school and mm-hmm. what have we come up with a name yet is, is there a name they're
2: currently calling it the Dunwoody Shambly Elementary School that's okay. just a shorthand so they might call it I don't know the Matt Weber Elementary School they should <laughs> I threw that out there I
1: don't know they, they should call it the Shamley Dunwoody Elementary School yeah right because isn't it yeah. right wouldn't well, it be weird to be like yeah I go to the Dunwoody Shambly Elementary
0: School on Shambly Dunwoody Road yeah, and it seems, yeah. Uh, um, there are a lot of uh, Montgomery's really overcrowded oh it's isn't terribly it? overcrowded i feel like that's right here the most complaints montgomery from, is I maybe mean, it's got friends there but yeah
2: it is i mean there's there's overcrowding at all of the schools here there's also outdated facilities next time you're at home depot dart behind high tower and look at their playground i mean there are some really important needs that we need to address yeah
0: and that's so close to brookhaven you're mm-hmm. right now we're so close to brookhaven you're just right over the highway yeah. and so there is going to be a lot of Shambly kids. Um, is that school going to go to Dunwoody? It always kind of confuses me that there's a lot of like, you know. So there's some Doraville kids that mm-hmm. are going to Hightower that eventually go to Dunwoody. Right. So some of those kids, I guess, will go to Shambly High School. I don't probably. I don't know. I That's, mean,
2: honestly, they're they're still in the process. Seems of like there will be overlap, out.
0: especially if they're calling it the Dunwoody Chamblee. Yeah, and I think that was kind school. of a
2: shorthand placeholder name. My preference would not to be. Have a name that's sort of geographical, but instead like named after a cool person or something like that. Yeah, you know, I think that would help a lot. You know, you've got Dunwoody High School and Chamblee High School, it would be you know nice to hear just non neighborhoody names. Maybe that's not popular. Yeah. Anyone listening, I have nothing to do with the naming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I
0: heard just, Matt Weber Elementary, I think that's see, great. There you go. Um, yeah, it could also be you know, the Nancy Creek kids could come back mm-hmm. so. Your are renaming the elementary school kids oh, yeah. the fourth and fifth graders could come back right have they talked about that at all
2: the complaints i've received from parents have been more along the lines of the difficulty of the dunwoody elementary school parents you know when they alleviated the overcrowding there by turning kittredge into the dunwoody elementary school upper campus the students now have to take the bus to one school and then go to another school so once they start the bridge construction, I don't know how that's going to work. And that was never intended to be a permanent solution, which is why it's really important to me to do this town hall because I want everyone to know exactly what to expect and when based on what we know now.
0: Okay. Yeah, tell me about that and I'll definitely get the, okay. get Thank the word you, out. Okay, to get as many people there. As many angry folks there as possible. Oh, yes. <laughs> to yell at you.
2: Bring them all. The <laughs> <laughs> well, town hall I will be hosting but not talking.
1: <laughs> well, what's the issue? Is it the issue is that the bridge is going to be closed down soon? Well, eventually weeks. it will be, yeah, wow. while they redo it. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to have to go down by the Taco Bell to get across? Yeah, okay. Or under, I should say. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and eventually that's going to be gone, too. What? Because <laughs> those will be the overpass lanes. <laughs> no kidding. The high lanes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if that As happens. we're sitting here at your pool looking out, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Everything's going to change. So what else is going on with the schools?
2: So we have the good news about the audits. We now have an audit committee that has been formed, and we had a meeting scheduled and it got canceled and the reason it was canceled is one of the board members not me um had a baby so actually their their spouse so it was canceled that morning i've gotten a lot of things here
0: we go again it's
2: canceled how could you do this to us so there's a long history of difficulty you know and it's sad and disappointing that as soon as something's canceled the worst is thought but because of the history that's why and it wasn't really my place to say who it was Dijon everyone probably knows now his wife Mm -hmm. had her baby that morning but you know those are some of the things that I deal with but in the exciting news we now have the audits caught up the results are not great which nobody expected but they're improving that's good we're having an audit committee that's exciting the comprehensive master plan is moving along the CARES funding you know is is substantial that's going to really help a lot and then we also have just you know with a whole new superintendent that's one year in it's it's a much more positive place than we've been in a long time
0: that's good that's good it does seem like the culture is a little bit better there yeah definitely since you got there right it's all because of me you're welcome (laughs) no i i hear you're going back to school too somebody told me that what Tell Justin what you're going I to. I
2: am. For. I'm working on my master's. <laughs>
0: getting, oh, that you're going to Hindu or something. No, or? Well, no,
2: I studying that on the side. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm getting my master's in museum studies so that when... Museum studies. Yeah, so when I'm finished with my board role, then I can go do Anna 2.0. Yeah. No yeah. kidding.
1: Mm-hmm. Museum studies? Yeah. That's neat.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like the, inner, the thing I'm interested in, there's a lot of money laundering with arts and artifact, and I'm really interested in that whole world. So it kind of combines my love of
0: art with my love of of financial fraud. So (laughs) I'm
2: terribly (laughs) interesting.
0: (laughs) You are a unique person. That that you are. That you are. And and you know Hindu?
2: Well, I've been studying it, but I know very, very, very little. Like I can ask you what your name is and I can tell you my favorite food, but it's very, very like, don't drop me off there and expect for me to help do anything. That's still cool. Thank you. <laughs>
1: can you say in Hindu um, how can I get a seller for this stolen artifact? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Probably shouldn't say that in Hindi, but I can. So, miranam Anna hai, That's my name is Anna, and then I would say apkanam Kya hai. and okay. you would say miranam Mad miranam Justin Hay. So, okay, there
1: we go. I got One you, lesson. I got you. Um, That is, you're like a, in, you're gonna be like an Indiana Jones type. <gasps> oh, that'll
2: be so fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> recovering this the three stolen magical rocks from the from the village, and uh, you know. That'd be <laughs> like so cool. All the kids return to town.
0: <laughs> well, are you happy with your decision to run for? School oh yeah,
2: board? very happy. It's yeah. been. Not what I expected, but in a good way. I appreciate the collaboration of everyone, getting to know my colleagues. There's amazing people who work at the district, and I'm really glad that I did this. It was a good time in my life to do this since my son had just graduated from high school. You know, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to get him into a certain school or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a nice way for me to give back.
0: Well, cool. Well, you know, we appreciate what you do. And uh, Justin, do you have any more questions about the schools?
1: Did we talk about the artificial turf at the high school?
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, that's a very very exciting thing. So anyone listening, by the time you hear this, it may be closer to getting wrapped up, but they're over there now actively working on it. I know it's a little frustrating for the football team who's trying to do summer practice, but patience. Oh, and they it have will, no place to practice. Yes, yeah, so they've been. I saw them over on the baseball field when I drove by last week, just to see how they were doing. So,
0: but the baseball field is sinkhole free now, so <laughs> that, that's okay. I didn't do
2: an inspection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening when you were getting elected.
2: Yeah, because there was some kind of creek that runs underneath there. Yeah. what I was told. So, well, that
0: I mean, that turf is it, it should be a no-brainer if there's money. Mm-hmm. There, that, that turf is just the greatest thing in the world.
2: Yeah, it is good for a million different reasons. I'll so keep
0: yeah. playing Keno and we'll all get. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Maybe some of that CARES Acts money. <laughs> Go into doing all the fields. Um, and
2: you get a field and you get a field. But that's exciting.
0: So, in what, two years, we've got lights, we've got a little mm-hmm. bit of a stadium.
2: Yeah. they're
0: they're gonna they did they play all their games there last year or this year
2: i don't think they played all of them there well and also with covid it kind of interfered with the yeah the playing season but i I do want to say as people have gripes and complaints feel free to reach out to me Um, also you can reach out directly to the superintendent the best path though when someone reaches out to me the first thing i do is i ask them have they gone through the food chain talk to the principal, talk to the regional superintendent Melanie Pierce, talk you know, make sure that you followed the bouncing ball because if you are making a complaint or even something positive and it doesn't fall on the ears of the person who can do something about it, it's just gonna take that much longer. So
0: So that's the tip, that's the Anna tip is that's to go tip. through mm-hmm. from the bottom to the top.
2: Right, exactly. Because a lot of times when it comes to me and it's an operations thing, I like to know. Mm-hmm. But I have to just send it back down to whoever it is that can do something about it. And I certainly don't mind. And people are welcome to say, hey, I reached out to Melanie Pierce about so-and-so. I just want you to know. Yeah. But that's really the best way to do it because I want people, there's two things, is what they're concerned about being taken care of. And the second thing that really matters to me especially is what are the things you're concerned about? Okay. You know, What's going on? What's working? What's not? And I really welcome, I welcome all emails, but those especially are important, so I know.
0: Okay. And the town hall that you're talking about, that's just a District 1 thing?
2: Well, the town hall I want to do is related to the dunwoody shambly Elementary School construction okay. schedule specifically. I have—I get so many questions about that, and so I reached out to operations, and they said, yeah, let's plan a town hall. So
0: okay.
2: I'm trying to decide. I don't know if summer's the best time to do it. People are kind of checked out, but maybe towards the end, end of July when we're getting back into back-to-school mode and
0: yeah. all of that. I think people get frustrated, too, because you see all you know you see no work seems like no work is getting done when they're getting all the, the right. lines and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the school just shoots up so yeah exactly hopefully that'll be the way that it
2: permits. is permits i know right now they're doing traffic studies and some other things so because it start i wondered i drove by i'm like hmm i see oh, it's fencing an awful and weeds
1: place. What, <laughs> For what, what's going
2: on yeah so
1: well hopefully after this podcast all of your emails are gonna be how do i fill out my kino card yes <laughs> it's do seven spots one dollar a game and then do the multiplier you got Keno on your mind, though. Yeah, yeah. I want to go play right now. Let's go up to Gillies.
2: Come on. <laughs> Gillies is fun. Gillies is fun. Notice they actually still have a cigarette machine in there.
1: Yes, but you can't smoke in there. I so, just to make that clear. Didn't, I have not her. made a
0: purchase out of the cigarette machine. It's <laughs> just a nostalgia piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but That's they do funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, thanks a lot for taking time for us, Anna. Thank and, you guys. Um, yeah, you've done a great job for what we've seen so far.
2: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's talk again soon. Thank you. All right.